for listening to this sermon from Garden City Methodist Church. We want to invite you to worship with us each Sunday at 10.30 a.m., either in person or online. You can come to our beautiful sanctuary at 62 Varnado Avenue, Garden City, Georgia, or you can worship with us online as we stream our services at GardenCityUMC.com. This is Hannah Wiles. She is currently the, um, tell me your title again at, at Wesley? Coordinator. Coordinator at, for Wesley Foundation at Georgia College and State University in Milledgeville. Now I'll let, she's going to tell you about her job there in that program, but just so you'll know, Wesley Foundation is the Methodist College Outreach Program. I know we used to have one at Armstrong, back when it was Armstrong, our church. I was telling Hannah, used to make a meal once a quarter and take it out there. Y'all remember that? We'd make lunch and take it out and feed the, the college students. And I don't know if they, now it's Georgia Southern University, I don't know if they still have a Wesley Foundation out there. But it's a great program for, for reaching college students, reaching, teaching them about Christ and giving them a place when they're in college to go and be with other Christians. Um, she grew up in Brunswick and she attended Glen Academy High School. I asked her that because I know our school's here. We, I told her we have Groves kids and South Effingham kids have all played against Glen Academy, so we're familiar with that, uh, that school. And she um, went to college at Georgia College and State University in Milledgeville and graduated and now works for the Wesley Foundation at, at the college. So we're so happy that Hannah is here with us today. Another important fact is that she was a youth at College Place United Methodist Church in Brunswick when Matt Stout was the youth, youth pastor there. So that's how Matt knew her and how he knew to call her and ask her to come speak today in his absence. And we're so happy that she's here and we just ask that God be with her as she brings us the message. Thank you, Hannah. Come on up. You can pull that down. Thank you. Um, can everyone hear me and see me okay? I'll turn you up. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to start out reading some scripture. Um, if you guys have heard of Psalm 23, that's what I'll be reading. Um, it's called, The Lord is My Shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Um, I didn't know I needed to have specific scripture prepared, and this one was ironically on my heart all morning, so glad I got to share that. Um, so yeah, my name is Hannah. I'm from Brunswick, Georgia, but... Um, I'm at college at Georgia College in Milledgeville. I'm 22, going on 23 in December. Um, I love to eat Italian food. I love reading. Um, my favorite color is blue. So now you know me a little bit better. Um, so yeah, Matt was my youth pastor when I was in middle school back in Brunswick. And a couple months ago, got a phone call from a number I didn't know. But he and Miss Sarah Beth support me for Wesley. And, um, so I answered it and I was like, hello. And, Matt goes, hey, Hannah, it's Matt. And I was like, oh, hi, Matt. What's up? Haven't talked to you in forever. And he asked me if I wanted to come and speak. And I said yes. And I've never done this before. So I'm a little nervous. Um, but was just really excited for the opportunity, um, hopefully to encourage you guys to share some of my experiences and my testimony and um, 
offer some truths that the Lord is, is moving and working as a 22-year-old. I've seen it in the past four or five years on the campus of Georgia College. Um, so yeah, I'm going on my second year serving on staff with Wesley. I was a coordinator last year as well. Decided to stay another year. Um, it was a hard decision, but it's been, it's been really sweet, really good. The Lord has um, just been so faithful to my yes. So if you don't know what Wesley is, it's a Methodist college ministry. There's a couple different Wesleys on a couple different campuses all over the U.S. Um, not sure which ones, but it is on Georgia College. So we have two services a week. We have a service on Monday night called Freshly, which is specifically designed and catered for freshmen of Georgia College. We have worship, a message, we do small groups, and basically our heart behind that service is to just give them community, um, to give them mentors, friends, just a group to do college life with them, but also to do it with the Lord um, and not the way that the world might have them do it. And on Wednesday, we have our big service for all of Wesley and it's worship, message, great hangs. Um, it's really sweet. To kind of give you just some numbers, our Freshly service, we usually have about 50 to 70 students. Um, depends on the day, but that's about our, our average currently. And for Wesley, we usually have about 80 to 100, 110. Um, just depends on the day. If it's rainy, usually we don't get as many people just because students don't like to walk in the weather, which I get it, I wouldn't either. Um, so I've been involved in Wesley all of my college experience. I went to Wesley freshman year, joined our leadership program uh, my sophomore year, so I got to work with our hospitality team, just getting to serve Wesley, um, make snacks afterwards so that people could just have some community time and fellowship. And then the last three years, I've been on our prayer team. And so other things I'm doing now as a coordinator, I'm a shepherd and a coordinator of our prayer team. I'm on our Freshly staff and I work with our youth group. So I'm gonna kind of run through some of those because I'm sure you're like, that's cool, but what does that mean? So with my role in the youth group, I volunteer at a local church in Milledgeville and my boyfriend Josh is here. Hello, Josh. He is also on staff with Wesley and he does um, the youth as well. So we go on Sunday evenings to youth group, hang out with these students, hear um, the message and have conversations and really just try to get to know them as well as play games and be silly and goofy like we are high school ourselves. Um, but it's been, it's been really sweet. Some cool friendships have come through that. Um, last year, I got to take two girls through confirmation, and so I got to walk them through this journey and, and ended up getting to be with them as they gave their life to Christ at the end and went to Texas with a senior girl last year to <laughs> tour a college up there. So really cool opportunities have been given through the youth group. Um, for Freshly, a lot of my work looks like behind the scenes. We foster these small groups, making sure they're going good, making sure students are connecting, asking for, for any needs and if we can supply a um, solution to any issues. Um, for prayer, I lead a team of three girls. And so we have leadership prayer on Wednesday nights before our service. So it's just corporate prayer all together. Kind of looks like this. Um, we're just the ones leading prayer. And, um, that's been really sweet, getting to, to teach them and practice with them how to hear and listen to the voice of God, um, how to practice different prayer styles of praying out loud, praying in groups all together. Um, 
practicing contemplative and travailing prayer, which contemplative prayer is more introspective, a little bit more inward. Travailing prayer is more outward and um, like campus-wide focused. And so that's been, been really sweet. Um, but the main thing that I wanted to share today is to get down to all of, all of this and, and why does it matter? What is the Lord doing? And um, what could I give to you just through all of this? And so um, throughout my college experience at Wesley, in my four years, five years now in Milledgeville, I've really seen such a sweet theme, and it's that students who come, they don't leave the same as when they came. So if that makes sense, they've left changed. Something has happened in their heart. The Holy Spirit and the grace of God has, has just like encouraged them and moved with them through their college years. And that's even in my life as well. But there is a catch that I've noticed, and it's that these kids and myself have invested in the opportunities around them. So they've seen what the Lord can do and they're excited about it and they're jumping into those opportunities and that has caused them to be changed and to go then into the world as followers of Jesus and getting to spread light in whatever job they're going into or whatever mission field. Um, and so I had some, just three areas where I've really seen it um, kind of come to life in Wesley. And for one, for me, that's prayer. Um, so like I said before, I've been doing prayer for the past three years. And so the more you do something, the more apathetic your heart can be. And I think we all can kind of struggle with the same old, same old and getting, maybe losing sight of why we're actually doing it. And so the end of last year, when I was deciding to stay, thinking about doing prayer, uh, I really just felt like this was such a burden. Um, something that I was really unwilling to do, something I wasn't really looking forward to, but it just kind of fell in my lap. And because I decided to stay, I just had to lead the prayer team. And so our director, Tate, took all of Wesley's staff to a revival conference in Kentucky in May um, called The Awakening Project. And it was a week-long thing that we did, got to learn a lot, um, really got to see the Lord move in some cool ways. And I feel like that week, he really just took my heart and did a whole 180 shift. And so I left that week with so much more of a desire and an excitement to lead prayer. And I felt like I really could feel the Lord telling me like, hey, Hannah, this is something really cool I want you to do. You can grow in this and you can walk in this, but you're also going to have to say yes. And so kind of coming in this year, like getting to see the Lord bless that yes and bless my obedience has been really encouraging. And the prayer team now is honestly probably, we're the smallest prayer team it's been for the past two years, but it's the most fruitful. And every single person on the team has such a passion, such a heart for prayer. And for me to get to be able to, to shepherd that and learn with them has been such a blessing. And another area that kind of poses the similar like invitation that you get to accept is discipleship. And discipleship is a big theme in Wesley. That's something that we love to do. We love to get students plugged into discipleship groups because it is so important to have mentors and friends be able to speak life and truth into you, especially in college where a lot of bad decisions can be made. Um, so this little testimony is about a girl who I've discipled for the past two years. Her name's Emmy. Uh, she's very, very sweet. I love her so much. And um, our discipleship now looks a lot different than it did when we first started. And it was because Emmy had this, um, this fear that she was going to share something too deep and that I wasn't going to be able to take it or love her. And she kept saying no to this invitation of discipleship. And so in the beginning of our time together, it really just felt like I was trying to pull teeth to get anything out of her, just to get one small thing of how's your day and get a little bit deeper than it's going good. 
And so after a lot of waiting and a lot of patience, I finally began to see Emmy kind of break out of this fear. And the beginning of last, or the middle of last year, we had this one discipleship where she really just, the floodgates were open and she just felt so comfortable to share the deepest parts of her heart with me. And every single discipleship after that has been so much more fruitful. It's been so much more growing. She's been able to tell me these dark, deep things and to me to come up and show up the same time next week and still love her has been so sweet. Um, so this was just an area where she was invited to be vulnerable and she took it and the Lord blessed it because now she is on this road of healing and restoration and really seeing the Lord work in these places where she didn't feel like he was going to do before. And so the last area I have to share today um, is community. And community is another big thing that we at Wesley love to create, whether that's in Freshly with our freshmen, we have our own community team that throws events and um, hosts parties for us to kind of just get to know each other even more. And um, this testimony is specifically for the guys at Wesley. Um, so if you guys don't know, the ratio of men to women at George College is 40 to 60. So very slim pickings for the ladies out there. Um, very lucky that I snagged myself a man. Um, Thank you. <laughs> sorry, Josh. Um, so, um, but that makes it very difficult for any, any ministry to have a good number of guys. And you know, I mean, men are attractive, right? So it's nice to have good guys in the ministry because it, it just helps the flow of life. Um, but that's been a place where Wesley has struggled. And so rewind to two years ago, the Wesley staff two years ago fasted and prayed. Um, they did a Daniel fast of 21 days, fasted and prayed for the Lord to bring more men to Wesley. Mm. Crazy. Um, okay, so then fast forward to now. We have gone from a staff of men from average one to two guys. I think we always have one because Tate, our director, is a man. So usually sometimes it's just Tate who's the only guy on staff. To now we have five guys total on staff. Um, our Freshly groups two years ago, I mean, I couldn't even give you a number. Maybe 10 solid guys to where now it's like 15 to 20 solid guys every single week showing up to events, coming to the house, going to Wesley, um, being so invested and involved in our community. And one of, um, just a really cool story that, I thought of has to do with Josh and another friend of mine named Gus. And so last year, Gus was in Josh's freshly small group and Gus was in a fraternity and, um, and so was Josh, but I, Gus kind of just as a freshman struggled with this idea of, okay, I'm a guy, I'm out of college with not, not a lot of other guys and I'm in a fraternity. So what can I do to be cool? What can I do to have friends? What can I do to get a community? And, um, you know, kind of had to learn the hard way, but kind of got invested in like that, that worldly college life of parties and, and drinking. And um, then he got to know Josh and seeing Josh, who's not only in a fraternity and, and in college, but also a Christ-like man and a follower of Jesus who has a great community and enjoys life and has fun, but enjoys life with Jesus. Gus was able to understand that this is a whole invitation that the Lord is offering of 
hey Gus, you can have such a great college experience, but you can do it with me and it's gonna be even better. And so to, to now look at from where their friendship went last year, of Gus seeing what Josh had, of Gus seeing that invitation and taking it to now, Gus is now involved in Wesley. He's a freshly leader. So not only is he getting to be poured into, but he's getting to pour out onto so many other guys um, and be able to build that community for them. But he's also had a heart for prayer. And so I've been able to kind of walk with him through, through that a little bit of teaching and, and shepherding. Okay, like, what does this look like? And giving him opportunities to lead. Um, and so, yeah, that's just so encouraging to me to look at, A, just how the Lord's been so faithful, but also how one person who's Josh can in, like invest in someone like Gus to then Gus can spread that encouragement to a whole group of men. Um, so, yeah, um, I know that's a lot of talking and a lot of things being said, but if anything is going to stick or remain, I want it to be the truth that the Lord really is moving on this campus. He's moving in my life and in the students around me. Um, and I really have seen it through these three areas of prayer, discipleship, and community. Um, I really have seen students grow to love prayer and to show up and to want to invest in this relationship and conversation with God and in discipleship of wanting to be led but also knowing that they have just as much of a voice and in community of sharing their hearts and being vulnerable and having people hold them accountable um, and so I want to even pose a question to you um, to ask the Lord where he might be offering you an invitation to invest and maybe that is in prayer of trying different prayer postures or, or doing corporate prayer together. And maybe that's in discipleship of sharing your hard-earned wisdom with younger generations because we really need that. Um, and maybe that's you being discipled because I don't think you could ever be too discipled. I think there's always um, encouragement. There's always affirmation. There's always realignment that can be done. And maybe that's in community of starting small groups or inviting non-believer couples to dinner or something. Um, being able to be in community with people who are like you and who aren't like you so that you could show them who Jesus is. Um, so yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much for this opportunity to be here and to share a little bit about my story, a little bit about Wesley. Um, hopefully it's encouraging and edifying. Um, so yeah, I just really appreciate this opportunity. Um, I'm going to be standing in the back after the service. I would love to meet you. would love to shake your hand and give you a hug um, and just get to know your name. So if you guys don't mind, I would love to pray over you and pray over this church before we close. Um, so if you guys want to bow your heads and close your eyes. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much just for this opportunity to be here. Lord, I thank you for everyone who you have sent into this room today. Lord, I just pray over this space. Lord, I pray over our hearts. Lord, I ask that anything that I have said that is not from your heart, would it fall away? And Lord, I pray that you would just bring um, just a heart of, um, of passion. Lord, a heart of, of deep desire for you. Lord, I ask that you would just um, fill this place, uh, Jesus, just with so much fire with such a deep um, awareness of your spirit and where you are and what you're doing. So Lord, I thank you just for moving and speaking through me. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to let 
any encouragement that you have for these people, Lord, remain throughout the day. Would you just press it on their hearts? Would you press it on their minds? And Lord, I just, I lift up this church and I ask, Lord, would you just multiply and, and, and fill this space with your people? <clears throat> Lord, we ask that you would just fill this place. And this is your church and these are your people, Lord, and I thank you for them, Lord. I ask that um, in any places where they have a desire for prayer or discipleship or community, Jesus, that you would be meeting those needs. And Lord, we lift up all the prayer requests that were said before, Lord, and I just ask for your healing hand on the families who are hurting. Lord, on, on, the, on the babies getting surgery, Lord, I ask that you would just be placing a piece of, um, piece of your heart with them, Lord, and bring comfort and peace. And Jesus, we, we celebrate you and we praise you for the blessings. Lord, we know you are such a good God, and we just love you so much, Lord. I thank you. Lord, we thank you so much. And Jesus, we just ask, and we pray all this in your great and in your holy name. Amen.